0: Have you ever been asked to do the one thing you dreaded most? Often we find ourselves stuck at a crossroads, that place in our journey when we realize that the old way of doing things is just no longer working. Learning to pivot brings freedom in life and business. When life provided the opportunity, I left corporate America to start my first business in 2004 while raising my twins. In 2021, we left the only life we had ever known and moved across the country to start over. There were more questions than answers and the road ahead was unclear. However, we decided to let faith, not fear, be our compass. Today, we are building the life of our dreams. With my background in marketing and a decade in the photography industry, I know how to help entrepreneurs shine online and share their talents with the world. The opportunity to rebuild my business allowed me to transition into a role as a business coach and a personal brand strategist. Join us here each week as we share simple strategies with you to empower you to take action and build the life and business you've been dreaming of. I am your host, Shelley Niehaus, and this is the Educated, Empowered, Inspired podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Educated, Empowered, Inspired podcast. I am excited to bring you a fun guest. She is a style coach and we connected a few uh, weeks back and talked and I thought that she would be the perfect guest to come on and just give us some amazing knowledge and insight about how to do our personal style. So I can't wait to introduce you to Lucy Barrett. Lucy's career as a style coach has evolved for more than 25 years. Lucy helps professional women and female business owners use transformational power of the way they dress to feel confident in themselves and express who they are in every aspect of their life. She helps women who want to open their wardrobe every morning and see the clothes that reflect who they are and give them an inner confidence and provide what they need. Styling from the inside out, Lucy collaborates with women to explore and discover their own unique style their most flattering colors, and styles that align their clothes with their life. Style coaching is invaluable part of self-development and self-care, and as a starting point we evolve over our lifetime through life's transitions. Well, welcome, Lucy. I'm so excited to have you here today and talk about all things styling. Thank you so much, Shelley. It's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me today. So before we jump in, I know that there's been some things that I didn't cover, Uh, In your background, give us a little bit about um, your story. Just share with us a little bit about your story and what got you to being
1: a style coach. Well, I'm going back a few years now, (laughs) as as you can tell. So it was back in 1996, and we were actually living in Hong Kong. And a friend of mine said, oh, do you want to do this color and style course with me? And I said, oh, okay. I didn't really know what it was, and I had no idea the impact it would have on me and my life really so we did a group session and they were teaching us different colors and styles Uh, and something just really resonated with me and I could see the effect it was having on all the other people in the group as well like there was this kind of inner confidence shining through it was just I don't know whether you can really put words into it and then that started me on a practical it had it was like a practical tool that you, you could use to start to develop your own sense of style and then the confidence that came with that And i think before that i kind of sometimes i felt okay with what i was wearing and sometimes i didn't and i was kind of you know quite confident but not hugely confident and this it was just such a practical way of you know using your clothes to give you confidence which was fantastic and i just there's just this thing i thought i really want to share this with other people and so luckily for me the consultants that ran that course were looking for someone to train so I trained with the amazing Jane Whitehead in Hong Kong and then she trained me as a color and style consultant. And then really quickly, I realized, you know, this inside and outside connection It's not you're working on the outside, but it's having an effect on the inside. So in 2013, I trained with the Style Coaching Institute because I wanted to develop that side of my business further, where you're, you know, looking at how people feel about themselves as way as well as the way they look. But it's just this for me, this amazing, you work on the outside, but it has this amazing effect on the inside as well. And they both affect each other. And that, you know, I just found that really interesting. And so, you know, since I started this work, I've had three children, I've lived in three countries, but it's always been this kind of thread that's run through. And obviously the, the world has changed. When I started, there was no Google, there was no social media, you know, everything was in person. And now we just have this... You know different way of working but this connection we have with these pieces of fabric sewn together with thread is just endlessly fascinating and interesting so that's what kind of kept me interested and we can't avoid doing it we can we we can't avoid getting dressed it's something that we do every day so we might as well use it for us and with us and that's what i try and help people do
0: so glad that there are people like you out in the world because many of my listeners know i was a photographer for 10 years and my de- over a decade in the photography industry the number one thing that always was the biggest pain point whether it's a family session it was a senior session or most recently like a branding session a headshot session is women would get deer in the headlights when it came to wardrobe and I feel like I talked more clients off the edge about what do they wear with photography than any other time and so it's just it's so interesting because like that that requires you to see yourself like you know we can kind of get dressed and go about our day and maybe look in the mirror or not but when you look at a photo and you truly see yourself you see all the inner stuff and all the outer stuff so what you do is so important which is why I wanted to have you here today because I wanted to teach our listeners about what it's like to have a as confidence, that confidence that you can get from style. So but before we dive into that, I asked like a question about to share us a time in your background that maybe you felt stuck. Maybe you felt stuck in your life or your business because the the heart behind this podcast is educated, empowered, inspired to help you get stu- unstuck in life and business. Share with us a time that maybe you felt like you were stuck and you needed to have to pivot or make changes to get into the to where you needed to be and move forward
1: well we in 2009 we moved from Hong Kong to Japan and I settled the kids you know unpacked all the boxes and then I was like oh I don't know anyone I don't speak the language (laughs) but I really wanted to get working so it was you know a case of so how am I going to create a working life in this country where I don't speak the language and i don't really know anybody apart from i was meeting some people from schools so i just started talking to people about what i did and this work almost like i couldn't not do that you know just it's just something just keeps you forward and i had to because i didn't know what my legal status for working was in japan i had to be a bit creative so i thought well okay i'll choose a charity that i think is connected to my work which i chose smile train And I still um, support that charity now. And I just started working, but I was not charging people, you know, like a price. I was just asking people if they would donate to Small Train in return for my work. And then once I had established what my illegal status was, I could then start working for real. But I just really had to create from nothing and start, get started again, even though I'd been doing the work for quite a long time. So it was going, you know, it kind of has you stop and think. Okay, I'm, I'm in this place. Do I want to do it? How do how am I going to create it? Because I just didn't have any any history or basis to get started in that in that country. So that was quite a big, you know, and and adjusting to having this vibrant business where I was really busy and well known. To okay, nobody knows me, <laughs> and how do I get started? Honestly, I see
0: so many people right now dealing with that because. You know, after the pandemic, it opened up the opportunity for people to make changes, whether it's, you know, they went into a new industry or they were able to pick up like myself and move from one part of the country to another. I run into clients daily that are starting over. They're starting over. And most of them are from a relocation change. And that is hard, especially when you come from a place where your identity is secure. You are known. You are respected. You have all that and to have to like start over again is I honestly think is probably the hardest, one of the hardest things to ever do. Um, but we both did it. You survived it and you're thriving now. You you were able yeah. to and that and that's actually something we talk about in photography a lot about is creative constraints is when you have those constraints and you have to work within them, you have to get really creative and that gives you sometimes ideas and thoughts you never would have had or takes you places if you hadn't have had that challenge. So I, I think it's so inspiring to see how you worked through that. And you started with the charity. You didn't charge people, or you know, and you worked within your parameters until you were able to actually go into what you wanted to do and and transform yourself. I love that.
1: Yeah, and just, you know, just get started and talk to people, isn't it? And Because it's easy just to sit at home and be scared. Yes, ah. I tell that to my clients every
0: day, momentum, just start building momentum and everything else will take care of itself. So thank you so much just for sharing like your transformation and and how that really brought you into the phase of the journey that we're going to talk about today. So I'm so excited to have you here. And I talked about a little bit at the beginning, you know, as a personal brand strategist, I always tell my clients that your personal brand is three things. And I will link to an episode for our listeners about what is a personal brand I don't re- quite remember the name, but I will have it linked in the show notes. But your personal brand consists of three things. It's your name, it's your face, and it's how you make people feel. And your name is that. It's your, your logo, your name, and all that. But your face, it's do you have a good quality headshot? Do you have quality imagery that makes you stand out online? Um, and also, back to your faces, how do you show up in a room? How do you carry yourself when you enter a networking room? how do you carry yourself on a zoom call all of that is so important in that face part of a personal brand and i really see a lot of women struggle with this i would say of the three places the name the face and then how you make people feel is the content and and stuff that you're putting out in the world but the face might be the hardest one because it just it brings out a lot of personal baggage like the inside And the outside and just all the things so i am so excited today to give them some tips to really show them how just doing something simple as maybe reassessing your wardrobe and looking at your style can help you just carry that confidence into the either the virtual room that you're going into or the physical room and just walk with that chest high shoulders back and like i own this place i'm amazing and i'm going to attract people because i have the confidence both in myself and in my in just in my physical presence. So, let's talk about that today about how we can build that confidence and it, as you said it's not only an external thing, but it's an internal thing through our personal style and just exploring and discovering our listeners exploring and discovering their unique personal style. So just give us a little overview about that before we dive into some of your actual tips and strategies.
1: Well, I think, you know, getting dressed, as I said, we can't avoid it, can we? And it's, like, it's something that we're expected to do well, personally, professionally. But where along the line were we given any guidance or training in, you know, how to do it? And I want women to feel confident in all areas of their lives because we are our business, aren't we? As solopreneurs, We are our business everywhere we go. It is completely entwined. Our personality and our brand are completely entwined. And, you know, having your clothes align with you and work with you and for you, I think is really a magic tool because we have to be using it. So, you know, rather than it being stressful and time-suited, like, you know, you go to a photo shoot or a networking and it takes you, you know, two hours to get dressed because you can't decide and you put it on and you take it off and, So my aim is if everything in your wardrobe works for you and with you, that's all you have to choose from. So then it doesn't, then it doesn't, there's nothing in there that doesn't work, that doesn't fit, that doesn't express who you are. So if you're starting from there, you only have what you love to choose from. And you might feel different on different days, or you might be doing different things on different days. But if the selection is only what works, then a lot of the stress disappears because. It's just there's nothing in there that doesn't work. So that is the aim to get people to that point. And then obviously we evolve our life. You talk about people moving and different locations and things like that. That all of those things can change and evolve as we go through our life. But when you rock solidly know what works for you and what you need, then that as you say that body language, the confidence, you're not as worried about what other people might think or you know, all of those things that can confuse us as well, kind of trying to second guess. And really clothes are these silent confidence boosters, but actually they're not so silent because they are communicating non-verbally to us and to other people. So, you know, really getting to know yourself and what works for you, I think is, you know, really important. Hey guys, Shelley here. I hope you are enjoying this episode. I just want to take a
0: minute to invite you to my free monthly training, the Business Power Hour. This virtual event is held the fourth Wednesday of each month. If you are a small business owner wanting to grow your business, this is the place for you. Each month I share tools and strategies for success. My goal is to help you be better at marketing your business so you can make more income. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes and sign up. When you do, I'll send you a past training right away so you don't have to wait for our next meeting. Remember you must be on the list to get the Zoom link each month. Come on out and join us. We can't wait to meet you. Absolutely. You know, I guess I'm a little bit of a a minimalist or an essentialist as it is, is I don't want anything in my closet that's not going to work for me. I don't want anything in my kitchen or my pantry that's not good quality ingredients. that's going to help me make a very quality meal. So let's take that strategy of we're going to start with really good quality ingredients and and build our personal style. Now, my favorite thing about this, and I really latched onto this when we were talking in our intro call, is you want us to start outside of your clothes. You want our listeners to start outside of your clothes. Because nine times out of 10, people are like, oh, I need some new clothes. They go to Instagram, they find their favorite influencer They click on the shopping links, at least for us here in the U.S. We hit those Amazon links. We get all those sweaters and boots and hats shipped to us because it looked amazing on that influencer. We were attracted to something about it and we decided that's what we need in our closet. And you're telling us that shopping, like the actual purchasing of the clothes and and buying the clothes is the last step. So we have some actual steps in place that you want us to like go through before we ever hit the buy now button or the shopping button. So walk us through kind of your philosophy and then let's dive into your five phases of developing your personal style.
1: Yeah, so I think it's it's pausing, right? Pausing and being conscious. So when you you, you know you click the shop button because you were attracted to that image, What is it about that image? Looking look generally and in a bit more detail, because it could be that the person, you know, you like that image, that clothing on that person, and they're five foot eight and blonde with blue eyes and a size 10, and you're five foot three, dark haired and you know, curvy. So sometimes it's looking beyond the image to what you're actually seeing that's attracting you to that thing. And I think our personal style is all around us. It is in our clothing, but it's everywhere. So, you know, look a little bit wider. And sometimes we're very emotive about clothes. So sometimes look, taking it a bit wider than that, you know, what kind of interiors do you like? Because we talked and we Michelle and you looked at your, you know, your logo behind you where you've got a neutral with a piece of with one color. And that's kind of a style that you like where you've got a neutral with a pop of color and that might be something that you like. So, look at interiors, look at art, nature, what kind of colour combinations you like. Go much wider than your clothes and start to really get a sense of what your own preferences are. You know, do you like a colour combination, but is it a colour combination you can or can't do? There's just so many things that inform our style way beyond clothes and clothes as well, but sometimes say, we're quite emotional about clothes. So, let's take it wider and see what, you know, what draws your attention. When you're in a card shop looking at a birthday card, what kind of cards pull your attention and which ones do you not look at? Because all of these things start to give us clues as to who we are and what we like and what our preferences are. And then once we've got a sense of that, we can start then translating that into the clothing and into the wardrobe. But that's one of the first steps is to... Start to you get, get curious about who you are and what you like.
0: When I help people with their personal branding and kind of defining their personal brand and their style, I I kind of go at it from the opposite end. I'm like, I want you to go into your closet. Like what colors and textures are there? Because, you know, again, that's part of your, and I'm like, go look at your your interior design or your decor, like what colors and, and textures are in your, your home? Because again, that defines who you are as a person and that's going to come into your personal brand. But I guess one of the things that I love is you're starting even before me because they may not even have the clothes in their closet that are, you know, indicative of their personal brand. So you have a five-phase strategy to kind of help us maybe start to walk through this. Can you kind of start just sharing some, if if we were a client of yours, the, the phases that you would take us through to kind of help us figure out what clothes need to be in our closet, which is the last step based on the tools that you have
1: yeah so the first phase would be the color and body shape work so let's look at what is flattering on your body what what colors are most harmonized with your own coloring and what is your body shape what types of clothing what cuts what lengths fabrics textures all those kind of things that make up a piece of clothing and in a way teaching people about the more technical elements of a piece of clothing, clothing lines, proportions. There's lots of technical elements that you may not be conscious of. You may think, well, you know, if you've got two pieces of clothing, well, I love wearing that one and I don't love wearing that one, but you can't work out why. So we start to look in a bit more detail of, oh, if we looked at the proportions that how the clothing lines work on your body, that starts to inform what works and explain why we love that but we don't love that so that's the first step would be to really get these fundamental tools in place and then once you have those tools you then use them in your unique new way it's not like you have to wear this style you have to wear these colors it's more you know how are you going to wear it if you like a color that's not in your palette how do we bring that in so that it's, it's done in a way that works for you so that's the first phase is the getting the tools in place and then phase two is looking at the person because I, I meet a lot of people who say, well, I've got all these clothes in my wardrobe, but I'm not really there. I'm not in there. So that's this personal style that we're talking about. But even another element of that is your lifestyle because your lifestyle starts to give you what you need. So that can be the climate in which you live, how you get around, what age children you have, what is your business, you know, like and, and in your business, there'll be very different things that you need So we really start to explore what's your lifestyle and who are you and that's this personal style part. So we start to bring you in on what your preferences are. And it might even be, you know, your style stories, things that you've got from the past, things people said to you or things you have decided as you're growing up that kind of limit you being freely expressed in in your clothes. And that can happen as well. And then the third phase is where we actually go into your wardrobe. So armed with this information, we know the colors and styles. We know, you know, what your life is like and who you are. Then we start evaluating what you've got. And I ask clients to do an inventory, a number inventory of what they have in their wardrobe and some don't like that. <laughs> you know, how many how many pairs of, and not, not like whether you wear them or not at this stage, but just what do you, do you actually, what do you have in numbers? Do you have how many pairs of jeans do you have? How many sweaters? How many black tops? How many, you know, really get the numbers down. So we can then start evaluating what's actually happening in this place that we call our wardrobe. And we look at, are there any gaps? What kind of habits do you have? So for instance, you find it hard to buy trousers. So you go to the shop to buy trousers and come home with a pair of shoes because it's too hard. You know, so you, you end up with a pair of shoes, but you didn't really need shoes. And these kind of habits, and it's all, and there's so many clues to who someone is in their wardrobe. You know, are there prints? Are there? Is there color? Is it minimal? Is it neutral? You know, and what? And I think when we go to a place every day, we stop seeing it in, with fresh eyes. We we see it in the same way all the time, and and so just having fresh eyes, looking at it in a fresh way, how you're storing things. So once we've done that bit then we start to see what's next. So for some people, what's next is shopping. But it will be intentional shopping with a list of, you know, whatever it is that you need. But and for for the majority of people, I would say shopping is not what they need to do next. What they need to do next is really start creating with what they've already got and start to play and use things in different ways and you know, maybe have some alterations. If you used to wear heels and now you only ever wear flats, get your jeans and trousers shortened so you can wear them again. These kind of things and really looking at what's next. And, and as we say, often people are frustrated, so they start shopping straight away, but there's not really any planning or any intention to the shopping. It's just random and then the overwhelm. So once you know, once we've got that, then it should all start to come together. And then the final phase would be reviewing and adjusting, which is done on, say, an annual or seasonal basis. Just little tweaks. So once you've had a, a really big evaluation, you shouldn't really have to do it to that degree again. If you're adjusting and reviewing over time, you shouldn't need to do it again to that degree. So, but we but we take our time. We don't. I don't get everything out and start going through everything. It's a bit overwhelming. So we just, you know, evaluate quite slowly if you like. And those are kind of the five phases that I take people through when we're working together.
0: Is this something that you do in person? Is this something that people can be done virtually on zoom? I want to know what it's like to work with you. So what does it actually look like to work with you on, on a, on a evaluation?
1: So obviously it depends on the geography. So if someone's local to me, then we can work in person. But if they're not local, then it would be online on Zoom, and it's amazing how much you can do. You know, you can. It's a little bit different, obviously, but we can go through the same process whether that's in person or online. Some people do a mix. It depends on where people live. You know, and I'm in the UK, so if if I was working with someone in America, obviously we can't do it in person. So it's it's a real mix of in person and online, but it, it works very well in in either situation. I, I'm assuming if, if they're doing it. Virtually, they can take photos
0: with their iPhone or something about like the way clothes look on their actual body so that you can get a good view. I I know I, when I was a photographer, I would always tell the moms, don't just send me a photo of your outfit laid out on your bed. I'm like, I want to see it on your body. I want to make sure that it looks flattering to you so that if it doesn't, you know, I would kindly find a way to suggest something else. But um, I just heard so many people say, well, I wish my photographer would have said that didn't look flattering on me. So it's just it's really important to not only see the clothes, but it's to see how they look on you so that you can do all that virtually
1: with them. Correct? Exactly. So we use photographs. I use Pinterest. I, like, I do a secret shared Pinterest board so that people can upload photos. They can also share with me their exploration of their personal style and then we'll start we'll share it together and start to see themes coming through have you noticed that this comes through over and again or you know you pick all these sleek monochromatic kitchens but in your wardrobe you have flowers and prints and color so there's some kind of like what's going on here That you know there's some kind of disconnect between that and that or maybe there isn't a disconnect so just and really talking so a lot of conversation and photographs and then boss senior zoom, you know, zoom calls as well so yeah completely possible
0: yes and it's so enlightening just just to see how your personal style can carry out beyond your wardrobe you know I just learned in my initial conversation with Lucy that my my you know my home if you come in here it's very neutral with pops of color and if you go into my wardrobe it's the same way it's very neutral with pops of color and so I and then we were even talking about my logo very neutral with Pops of Color. And I am a personal brand strategist. I can do this for other people, but I don't necessarily know that I had actually paid attention to how those three things tie together in my own business. So it's so enlightening to just have someone just kind of be that external pair of eyes and help you see things that you just don't see because, again, you're looking at it with the same old, you know, glasses on and, and to come in with a fresh perspective is so helpful. So it's so nice to have someone like Lucy just kind of help you and and I know this is an investment, but when I talk to my clients, I'm like, if you, you know, if you're investing hundreds, thousands of dollars in clothes and you're buying the wrong thing, you're basically taking that money and just throwing it down the toilet because you're gonna wind up giving the clothes away. You're not gonna feel confident. But investing in the knowledge of what you need to do before you ever start to go and actually make the purchases is life-changing. It will transform your your the way you feel about yourself, your confidence the way you carry yourself like this is one of the best investments that you can make in your personal brand so okay well one of the things that you have and I will link to it in the show notes but you have a freebie for our listeners the elements of a successful wardrobe just you want to share a little bit about that
1: yeah that's right so that goes through some of these so we talk about phase one and two so really looking at the colors because I think a lot of people they maybe have their colors then they have the style session which is great but then it's how how do you take that and apply it? What do you actually need to be looking at when you evaluate your wardrobe, or if you declutter, or whatever it, that you might call it? Do you know what you're looking for? Because if you're just looking at the colours and stars, it could be that something you know it's not a great colour yet, but it really works for your, your lifestyle. You know, so just the, so it's these four elements. So having those in your mind as you look at each item of clothing, does it does does this item satisfy all four of these? or not, or is it only one or two? And it gives you like the basis that we would then go forward with. Awesome. So we can all download that and we can start on our wardrobe this week because we we
0: all can it's it's if you're listening to this live, it's winter and it's a good time to kind of dig in and maybe reassess some of the things that you are are doing before you, you know, start investing in a new season of your wardrobe. All right. Well we have educated them on this a very very important topic of personal style and how your wardrobe is something you do and use every day and how just investing in the right tools will really transform your confidence and i think is one of the bases of a strong personal brand i'd love to empower them now can you share with our listeners a practical and tactical step that they can take this week to
1: just get started so i would say take a pause Because there's this real power in a pause. Like last year, I didn't buy any clothes last year. I made a decision to not add anything to my wardrobe for 12 months. I mean, I'm not suggesting that people do that. But then also. But just as a way of like, if we're constantly adding, we may not know how it's working for us. So take a pause and I'd say become consciously curious. Start to look around you. Like you said, when we were talking, Shelley, you looked at your logo. Oh, yeah, that really is my style and you could explain why. Start to really get curious. And you know when you were children, you might have played in your mum's wardrobe or your grandma's wardrobe or you had, you know, like a, a, a dress up box or something like that. Start to play and get creative in your wardrobe. You know, pick an item. Can you create three different looks with it? A casual look, a smarter look, you know, a, a more formal look. What can you create with what you've already got? And then you'll and then look at things in a general way, but also in the details, because sometimes it's the details which give you why you do or don't like something. So I would say pause, get curious and get creative. That's our quote for this week. Pause,
0: get curious and get creative. And and I really do like that, the details. I think sometimes it's just the details of something that as you said, like the alterations or the hammer way it hangs is the reason we don't like it, but we don't know that because we haven't really taken that time to pause and really analyze that. So such valuable insight. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. All right. My last question for all of my guests is I love to leave our listeners inspired and we just the, the journey of the entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart and we could all use just a little of encouragement. So I would just love for you to share with us one thing, Lucy, that ex- inspires you.
1: Well, I, I just love seeing women liberated from this stress and mental weight of being frustrated and often overwhelmed with this collection of clothes they, they've accumulated over time. And I think it can be quite stressful for people. Um, and I just I just love seeing people, they get excited about themselves again. When they start doing this exploration, start to get these practical tools that we can use. They just you know, get excited and then, then they're like, what can I create? So it goes goes from being overwhelming and stressful and not really knowing, you know, what we're doing to having a practical tool and a pathway. And that there's just this liberation and this excitement about what's coming next and what am I going to do with this, with this, you know, information and, and this newfound discovery of myself. And I just find that so inspiring. That's what keeps me going and keep creating it you know, creating this work. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much. Well, thank you for inspiring
0: us and thank you for helping us because you're inspired, you inspire us and you allow us to just know that there's hope. There's hope for our wardrobe and there's hope for um our confidence. No matter, you know, where, what phase of life you're in, uh, your body shape, your style, your personal lifestyle, there's hope because Lucy led us down this pathway of how we can really transform our wardrobes, which is gonna give us the confidence. And I can't endorse her or the just the work type of work she does enough because I have seen through over a decade in the photography industry what clothing can do for a woman's confidence and how it can be detrimental if you don't have the clothing that makes you feel confident. I've just I've seen it time and time again. I could tell you In the middle of a a photo session, if that mom was going to like her photos or if she wasn't because of the way she carried herself, which always stemmed from how she showed up dressed and how she felt about herself. So just so important. Thank you so much for joining us today and just sharing all of your knowledge. It's been great to have you.
1: Thank you so much, Shadi. It's been great. Thank you very much.
0: Well, we want you to learn more about Lucy, so be sure and click on her Elements of Style Wardrobe and all the links and start doing your own wardrobe assessment this week and I actually would love to know if you were inspired by this episode or if you're going to do this. I'm going to be doing it, so I'll when this episode goes live, I'll be sharing some of my takeaways for the episode, but I would love for you to post this on social media, share it with a friend. This episode has the power to transform so many women's lives and as entrepreneurs We know someone that we feel could probably use this episode. So please um, screenshot it, share it on social media, share it with a friend and really send it to them because we wanna empower them. Uh, And if you're really feeling smart, go teach them what you learned today because there's always one thing to learn it, but when you teach it to someone else, it really helps cement that in your mind. So, so, So go try that out. So wherever you are in your life or your business today, I want you to just take what you learned today and grow in that confidence. And I want you to don't stay stuck, keep going, and be brave. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you are educated, empowered, or inspired, please follow, leave a review, and share this episode with a friend. I want to help you empower yourself to take action and build that business and life that you have been dreaming of. If you would like to chat about how you can learn to market and grow your business to attract those right clients into your world, you can book a free 30-minute strategy call with me. Just click on the link in the show notes or visit coaching.shellynehouse.com. And until next time, remember, don't get stuck, keep going, and be brave.